Welcome once again, friends, relatives, funketeers, to the altered images that seems to always be here. I'm Powell Pressburger. And uh, today, on this day, musing on the occasion of, oh, what is this? I don't know, we're getting near official show 199, something like that, but also probably not because of the vagaries of space and time. Happens to be Giorgio Moroder's birthday. So those are some stony groans of Davy Jones. I'm feeling it. Uh, so yes, the maestro. Uh, the most important Berlin-based uh, Italian culturally of our time, certainly of the show's time, uh, which is 10 p.m. to midnight every Wednesday on BFF. Oh, these grounds are too good. This is Paul's theme from Marauder's Cat People soundtrack. So, having found out that it was the Maestro's naming day only earlier this afternoon, I didn't have time to uh, pull together all the stops, and I have done a special show devoted in its entirety to the playing of a particular favored nation, Isle of Marauder, to me. That's the Electric Dreams soundtrack. Can't stop loving that one, both as as a movie, uh, and I had a film series at one point called Altered Images. And uh, what was the the first film that I programmed? But uh, Electric Dreams, not for nothing. It's a great film and some synergy uh, with the soundtrack. One of the first that uh, Marauder was given complete control of. So it wasn't 100% a commercial venture. He kind of could creatively play songs within artists. And the cast of that album, it's like Jeff Lynne did two songs. Like Jeff Lynne, he doesn't like show up a couple of times on most soundtracks. So you had uh, Culture Club, Heaven 17 contributing an instrumental. So I guess Glenn Gregory did not show up. Strange times. So as I say, an, an all marauder event, not in the cards tonight, but I did bring I feel some moody and atmospheric slaps and I tried to stick uh, to a path tonight and it's pretty easy 
I'm not really prepared to play anything that is not after Marauder somehow. That he will be prescient of of the art you hear tonight. So we will have some context uh, with him, be it disco influenced, could be like a four on the floor, you know, symbolic affair, but not necessarily because he doesn't begin and end with disco. He's a synth pioneer, an incredible producer, uh, songwriter, and, you know, also an institution where uh, his pupils are uh, you you got uh, Keith what's his name the the Keith 4Z the drummer you have Mr. Axel F uh, the, the great assistant producer Mac himself uh Moroder's deputy for a great run of four or five Sparks albums, and and yeah, I have the Moroder one in the pocket tonight. So prepare yourself for some disco, sweet disco, but not you know maybe not all disco, sweet disco. There will be evocations, but also he's a, a pioneer in uh, synths in. Uh, kind of developing the modern soundtrack as we it, it, it kind of it, it bears as much relation to like an anthology or, or greatest hits as it does to an authentic score and, and before Rotor came around that's all you had were original scores so uh, these are aspects of his influence but also breakbeats he's kind of like a, a godfather of building the track up by stacking beats and hooks in that way uh, so we'll figure out other ways over the next hour and 51 minutes that the maestro really did his thing And the maestro sounded good. The night show is a pure mood over Marauder. Let's get it done, son. Welcome back. Like we never left again. Powell Pressburger is your boy, BFF.FM, and the place to be. 
Here's over and over. And material. Everybody does Feel your 
mind But these cats are banging man What a swine So I called reception But to no avail That's why I'm telling you this Sorry tale It went bang I said shut up It went bang I said wrap up Well I'm aware that the guy must do his work But the poor driver man drove me berserk He said captain I said what He said captain I said what
There and back again, this is the Altered Images Show. I'm Powell Pressburger, BFF.FM is the place. Stardate, your time, Wednesday, the 28th. Of January, February, March, April, my goodness. Is there this little spring left? Was it ever truly here? This is more Marauder from the Cat People soundtrack. I believe that was the end of the autopsy theme. Yikes. And uh, this here. This was Nastasia's character's theme. The femme fatale. Feline fatale. A kid people. Now before that, we were listening to a slap by Nikki Ciano called Move. Ciano was one of the original and uh, most popular DJs at Studio 54. And uh, that's a track of his that I don't believe was released until 2000, but it was recorded at that time. And I got it off of a collection of obscure indie American like funk, disco and proto-rap that was Nikki Ciano and the song Move about which I know very little else but I'll dig deep because you know I'm a deep digger before that, one heard something that, you know, you didn't need to dig that hard for, but it was Running in the Family by Level 42. The way home from Marauder there is that they excelled at a kind of international funk. Their first album, it sounds kind of like a four-piece band trying to adapt Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, type of arrangements. The, 
vocals are uh, very influenced uh, by them with, what was his name? Mike Windup, the, the, the keyboard player, had like a, a, an alto voice that was, you know, kind of a match for Philip Bailey so they could do stuff. And Mark King sort of still there and that has like a, a like a tenor saxophone voice, you know, just that 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 thick bandwidth of a, of a Maurice White. So them coming from jazz funk backgrounds, that is something that I don't think would have happened absent a marauder. Now, before that, we heard Aztec Camera and Deep and Wide and Tall. I didn't bring the mix tonight, but there are seven-minute mixes of that song, which I think, likewise, wear a little marauder on that sleeve. Before that, Captain Sensible and and Watt. I don't think we have... This was a, a, a period of great experimentation amongst uh, post-punk artists, and all of them were able to say, oh, remember how much disco and soul we were listening to, like right before and during and quasi, you know, like as punk came and went and everything was rebranded, Post-punk wasn't really a term until after we'd figured out that punk had happened. Um, but, you know, at the time, there was a code, and it was it was new wave. Regardless, that's when we start uh, seeing 12 inches of everything. Artists, without any business doing so, encouraged to rap Fun track, What, by Captain Sensible. Before that, we heard Common Sense and a wicked, wicked cover of Voices Inside My Head by The Police. I know even less about Common Sense than I did about Nicky Ciano. Uh, before that, a familiar band and a track I recently fell in love with by them called Guilty by Yarbrough and Peoples. It turns out you can't stop the music. And we began that uh, save the placeholder of Sketch for Summer, which we listen to every week. Almost started tonight with a with a spooky little Marauder incidental piece, but then I figured I would have to actually tell everyone that it wasn't a different show. I know there's somebody who actually tunes in at 10. And I also have to look out for the person who's subscribing. They hear a different song. They don't They don't hear a sketch. Who flung the goo, you know? Good night, nurse. That's all she wrote. So. Yarbrough and Peoples with Guilty. We began that set of music with Over and Over featuring who else but Nona Hendrix and the great, great band material. Fun stuff, but I preserved some fun 
for us. We're listening to BFF.FM, and I kind of feel like you, the listener, myself, the broadcaster, you might call me an MC, but I can't rap as much as I extemporize. Are we still on the same page? But there is a team up going on. Friends. Let's do this thing. I also brought a 12 inch remix of the stopgap measure, the backup plan, plan B. Last week I did the unthinkable. I played a Haircut 100 track from their abortive lineup after Nick Hayward. The cuter than lace pants singer of Haircut 100 left the band. Conga player, handsome Mark Fox. He did, I mean, he rose to the occasion, but nobody else showed up. And, uh,. Nick Hayward's lyrics might have seemed a lot cooler if they hadn't been in in such a radio-friendly type of thing. I'm going on and on about last week's show and why. In that same way, you'd, you'd be like, Eric, 100, I know one or two songs. How about a band that only has one dang song that you know of? Well, what if that singer left the band And they had to scramble. Someone in the in the band already here? Can you sing? Me? Maybe not. But I'll talk over something. I've got that band on deck for the next set of music. You won't know what the hell's going on until afterwards and I explain it. But here we go. Still grooving to those cat people moods. Not bad. But as promised, other things. For now, here's Kiss Me Again. Thank you. 
again and I'm on the run Looking for love in a sad song With your Avenger eyes and your cat-like ways I can hold you You are a fool for me to be cruel I'm leaning on this bar Listening to you sing And your sad song rings in my ears And I start to cry
you know, maestro or no maestro, I think I'm just going to keep vibing with this Cat People soundtrack. Let the, let the Cat People be my pads. I mean, I know for my comfy pad. I think this comes from a more hallucinatory dream sequence, so we might find that it is especially bad for like a talk-over type bumper. But let's see, because, I mean, this is that kind of show. Let's fly by the seat of whatever. However we get there. That last one, oh, what a banger. Slap the Little Soft Cell. So many incredible songs by them. And you never need to hear Tainted Love again. But honestly, Tainted Love is maybe post-punk's first. It's initial re-embrace, the welcoming back of disco. So far, I've stood by all of these weird wild tracks as having some connective tissue, if not uh, they're strictly descendants of Marauder. So in that last set of music, it got thick, but it was still only six or seven songs. We began with a band called Dinosaur and Kiss Me Again. One of the vocalists sounds a bit like Annie Lennox, but I'm almost sure that's not how it went down. And it's very difficult to find this band because there's the the dead connected dinosaurs and there's Dinosaur Jr. who originally went by the moniker Dinosaur. So it's ridiculous. Nonetheless, it was Dinosaur and a real banger <laughs> called Kiss Me Again. After that, I played Duran Duran. And what I think is the night version. Now, this would differ from the 7-inch the mixes, I believe they called day version. And those were the, the, the pop 3 minutes 50 second you know, slaps. But the night version would be like, oh, you don't, that's the R-rated version. It's going to have like a lot of, just in the in the way that there were sort of tiers of Duran Duran videos. Oh, do you want to see the real shit? Well, I have some tapes back here. Maybe I could interest you in. They would have these night versions. I'm not sure that that is the night version of Planet Earth, but, but basically... They would take a marauder approach to it, extend the mix, uh, and have some ridiculous synth blowouts. Um, therein is another part of uh, Marauder's influence, because he isn't just a, a synth pioneer. Everyone was using synths, but... The problem was artists were employing them as they would as they would another instrument. At that time, 
synths were uh, flawed in their tuning. They had relatively thin sounds uh, when you uh, put them through the typical amplification of the day, but when you put them through a number of speakers and a PA, then they they moved a lot more air. But at the at the time, people were trying to em- employ them as a solo instrument. Uh, they they weren't used so much for bass lines as as they were a hook. Uh, let's see the chicory tip. Uh, a song which has a very early synth on it might have uh, some marauder uh, connection as well that would be an example of it so the point that I'm trying to get at is with marauders uh, I feel love that's that's the first time that that you hear more advanced sequencing where it's it's not so much the melody that you're playing it's, it's using it in the electronic music way where you're blasting waves, cadences, gathering melodies from the ether. So that is a huge influence of Marauders and Nick Rhodes of Duran Duran. He's not Oscar Peterson. But a hell of a sequencer. That boy can sequence. Nick Rhodes. He can give you a smoky eye tutorial. And he can sequence a damn synthesizer. So, that was Duran Duran, what may or may not have been the night version of planet earth after that we heard okay and i owe you a little something i thought that was kaja gugu with the bassist nick Beggs on lead vocals we begs to differ that was actually the follow-up single to too shy by kaja gugu i'm a little embarrassed about that so i'm going to try and track down that that nick Beggs fronted I mean, they came back after Lamal left with a couple of singles. He took off right away with uh, the never-ending story theme, but, you know, didn't do a whole lot afterwards. Kaja, as they, as they shortened their name to, they, they weren't able to keep the momentum. So I believe the first single without Lamal went one way. Second, second one dipped a little by the time the album came out didn't nobody care kaja gugu i'm gonna care about that immediate follow-up single that slap in the face of all of the i mean kaja gugu at that time were considered inheritors to duran duran we mainly talk about duran duran these days do we not that's sort of how it goes i played other songs though let's talk about them uh after kaja gugu we actually heard some dying Giorgio Moroder. That was uh, Together in Electric Dreams. A, uh, I believe it's the remix, not the album version, but I could be a little bit wrong. That might be the album version because they did collaborate together. But 
it doesn't hold up to either a great marauder or a human league album. And I think Phil Okia said many times there just wasn't time. Marauder was very busy. So they only had like a couple of weeks to work on it. And that kind of flatly shows, but nonetheless, what a slap electric dreams. One of the sort of Danny boys of the show, like a real song of songs, uh, together in electric dreams, Marauder and Oki. After that, oh my goodness, Sparks and the number one song in heaven. We also have uh, a track on that album called Academy Awards Performance. And I almost played that for timely matters. But I mean, a slap's a slap and number one song in heaven. Great collaboration. I believe Sparks sought out Marauder, but either way, we're glad it happened. And off of the basis of that album, I believe Marauder followed up and, and produced the next one. But after that, we have the next four or five produced by Mac. Uh, Sparks, in my opinion, had their, their 80s band is the best. The uh, uh, original Half Nelson band is terrific. The, the British band that they recorded the first uh, two or three albums with, they're, they're great too. All the Spark bands are terrific. But the Spark band of my experience, the 1980s, Slayers, all of them, uh, the, the Gleaming Spires guys. Uh, that was the side project that they were permitted to do by uh, their than employers. So I think that's really cool. That they're like, hey, we've got a band, we've got these songs, we're going to play these shows when when you are not needed. And they're like, fine. So that right there. I love Sparks. And I love Marauder. And in twenty seventeen, Vice magazine, hell with them, uh printed an article that the best thing Marauder ever did was work with sparks and I'm not going to spend a lot of time arguing it, but I get it. Um, there's, there's too much great marauder out there. I haven't even talked about, uh, Donna herself. Uh, but let's picture a world without Donna summer where she just, I don't know, stayed in Germany and worked in offices. I'm, I'm not quite sure what would happen, but I do know that we're running out of show minutes. Got about 14 of them. And doggone it, I just feel like this is, it's, it's a song I don't need to play again, but Giorgio and Donna kind of created uh, the idea of these classically influenced suites, like double albums that were thematically linked. And I don't have like the, the time to get into those, but a, a clear almost through osmosis uh, uh, influence from that would have to be uh, Trevor Horn's production of the great Grace Jones. And maybe you guessed it. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Grace Jones, slave to the rhythm.
So my point was, here on Altered Images with Pal Pressburger, you're listening to BFF.FM, the best frequencies forever. Slave to the Rhythm is the uh, Guinness Book of World's Record most expensive song because the album is actually one long song. So it's split between side one and two. And even though there are separate songs, they are all considered part of the same larger work. It's a basically it's the opposite of like the double albums that, that Giorgio and Donna made. Um, and you can do a sort of one-off thing like that because someone else paid the way I could probably do another show where everything I play has some sort of compare and contrast, uh, or, cause effect of marauder but i mean why spend this much time talking when there's great great music out there it is uh something that i would like to do more of and i would like to have more people on this show talking about music with me so that's something that i'll push forward uh in the next 200 shows yeah we're getting right up there quite honestly there are 225 drafts of shows but it would seem like outwardly next week is our 199th altered images with the pal pressburger at these hallowed frequencies i feel like i've been here the whole time i ain't never gonna leave Did I tell you about every song that I played? I'm going to I'm going to double check my notes here. Like I said, I've I've played Slave to the Rhythm a lot. That particular Ian McShane rumble It gets me feeling certain ways. And then Grace is just whooping it up. Here's Grace. Remember, she was born in newest Jersey. It's been a really fun show. I think sometime uh, in the next 50 or so, we'll get deeper into this uh, Marauder thing. Because clearly, he's important. As musical figures go. Next week, a whole new show of dangerous, almost unheard 80s. Call it Louche. Have a wild time. Don't even need to get lit. Could. But that's what's fun about Louche. Playing it cool. Like me, when my theme song ends a whole minute earlier. What would I do? I know what I'd do. I'd significantly turn it down. Yep, that's how it goes. I guess I misremembered it as being three and a half minutes long. 
This is a two and a half minute song, folks. And considering that I've been playing it for almost two years. Oh yeah, there's some lore to it. I used to have another closing theme. And the interesting thing about that song, and I've said this many times before, is the following. 